To grapple man, soon may come To ramble, rant, and flap his gums One day when the grapplers scrum He'll talk about the wrestling world Well, Priest got his boys and they gathered round They gambled picks from a site they found In hopes they'd hit their fists will pound Gamble, gamble, degenerates we are ALIB live and kicking here with Gambling of a Group with the Grappleman. Dave here being joined by CJ, Billy, and Dino as always. And uh, we're six weeks into the season. We're more than a third of the way through. And um, I think we know a couple teams are good. Still don't know. Do we? I think there's a couple teams that are pretty good. You know, three or four teams that are pretty good. A lot of teams that are just average and then, you know, a couple stinkers. But uh, Dino had the win last. There's Kansas City, there's Philly, and then there's everybody else. I, but yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo, KC, Philly, and then there's everybody else. Yeah, fair, fair. Three or four. Yeah, maybe you might be able to throw a fourth team in there. I don't know who at this moment off the top of my head. So you might have debunked my theory of four. Um, but we'll get rolling here. Um, Dino, impressive. Ten and four week last week. I went eight and six. CJ was seven and seven, and Billy was six and eight. Any uh, anything that stood out for you, Dino, on your impressive return to the top, your second week, second win in three weeks? I actually think I should have won uh, eleven there because when I actually bet, I bet on my losses except for Philly. I switched to Philly last minute. Won that one. but I'll take it. I'll take it when I will get greedy. I'm not a greedy gra- grappleman. Um, but yeah, no, I think just stay in the field. Stay in the field. Good bounce back week after a really low prior week. So I, I will take it. However, the, it was a boring three quarters of of the first slate. Yeah, it started a little uh, a little rough for you. Um, or I'm sorry, it started a little rough for everybody but you. The uh, the rough game that we all had to watch was Washington and Chicago on Thursday night football, and the uh, Commanders came out with the win and a twelve or with a twelve to seven victory. Um, and Dino, you were the only one on the Commanders. I believe I started on an island and finished on an island. But yes, uh, fuck the Bears works once again. Uh, live 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 it, learn to love it, learn to whatever Ric Flair said. <laughs> All right, and then we went to Sunday. Anybody have anything they want to say about that Washington Chicago game? Fuck no. Thank God. Not Taylor. worth it. I mean, the one thing that I'm going to say the Bears looked like a significantly better football team. They just couldn't finish, they couldn't score. They had what, four turnovers in the red zone? And, and Washington wins with less than 60 rushing yards and less than 100 passing yards. Hey, that was a bullseye Justin Fields hit his lineman in the back of the helmet with. <laughs> bullseye right on the back of the head. It was it was a it was an impressive game for the ball thought out game plan. Football team to win, but anyways, we'll go to Sunday in a game that I don't think anybody saw this upset coming. Pittsburgh pulls off. Not only do they cover the eight and a half points, they win outright twenty to eighteen. Billy and CJ, you guys were on Pittsburgh. Did you think they were gonna win this game or just cover? I think the podcast said you thought they'd cover, but we'll see. I you know 
I last Tuesday I never would have guessed that they would have won. But after seeing Brady was at that wedding Friday night, and just man, I don't the home dogs, man, the home dogs in the NFL, they fucking bark. Atlanta. Atlanta beat the Niners. They beat the shit out of the Niners. Yeah, we'll get to that game. I mean, it's no, but to answer your question, no, I never, I, I didn't see them be in Tampa. CJ. Uh, did I see him beating Tampa? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady's a fucking has-been. Saw a great meme of the terrific Tom Brady. He's sitting there and he's yelling at his offensive line and he's he says, I lost my family for this shit. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, fucker. Uh, don't cry for me. You're a goddamn multi-gazillionaire. She got her millions, you got your millions. Then you're going to get more money when you commentate for Fox. Whatever. I don't know. Will, will he get alimony? I wonder. Yeah, she, yeah, who knows? She makes more money than he does. At, at that, one point, she did. I don't know if she still does. I think she's still she's worth more. That's I'm, that's all. That's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. The, we only ask the important questions here. <laughs> only time will tell. Speaking of only time will tell, in the AFC, the AFC South. What a division! Indy and the and the Jags went head to head. Indy was a home favorite. They pull off a uh, comeback win, 34-27. They cover the two and a half. Billy, you were the only one on Jacksonville. Three of us were on Indy. I didn't really catch much of this game, but one of the higher scoring affairs of the week. And But AFC South is just a mystery to me. I caught the end of it uh, when all the scoring happened because it was not very high. All the scoring happened in the fourth quarter, so. Yeah, Matt Ryan finally realized he was playing football again. It's tough with it. They don't have running backs, though. Jonathan Taylor's out. Naheem Hines is out. Uh, the fact that they scored points at all is a fucking miracle, much less won the game. So Jacksonville, again, moved the ball. They had a bunch of yards. They just can't score. Yeah, the stat line was interesting because – like ETN had 80 some rushing yards. I think Robinson had almost 70 rushing yards. Trevor Lawrence was 20 to 24. You look at it on paper and you're like, how the hell did this team lose? But Second week in a row. Two sides of the ball. And I couldn't stop them. Uh, Cincinnati and New Orleans. Cincinnati was one and a half point road favorites. So the home dog barking of Saints. They fell on the late in the game, 30-26 to 26, to the Bengals. CJ, your home theory at this point had you 2-2, two and two, and what do you got to say about your Saints? Well, they have uh, all their starting receivers out. So they ended up running the ball for, I don't know, almost 200 yards. And Marshawn Lattimore was out, and they... They held uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in check for the most part up until the second half. That's when my that's when Cincinnati started to come back. Saints couldn't score any touchdowns. They kicked, I think, four or five field goals. What ended up costing the game? They were winning the whole game. 
until the final, you know, two minutes, minute fifty something. It was uh, it was upsetting, but that's all right. We play Arizona Thursday. Thursday night, and all those guys are still out, right? Is it is it Jameis starting or Andy Dalton? Or we can talk about that when we get to the next of these games. Jameis was limited in practice. I think Olave is coming back, mm. but I don't know about Mark, Michael Thomas and uh, Jarvis Landry. They were out they last I saw. Yeah, they were out. Chris Olave was out. Jameis was out. Marshawn Lattimore was out. Uh, I think Anders Pete got hurt, or he was out. I don't remember. But I mean, you know, they're. They had like 15 people that were like on the injured reserves or injured at some point, limited in practice and everything like that. It's okay. Once they get healthy, they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> at least for that playoff run. All right. Only time will tell there as well. Um, upset alert. The, the Jets, seven-point dogs on the road, they not only covered, they beat the hell out of the Green Bay Packers, 27-10. And... I mean, that was the worst Green Bay's looked in a long time. The, sco- the score is not even indicative of how kicking, how much they were kicking the shit out of the Packers. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Aaron Rodgers isn't on the IR right now. He got the shit kicked out of him. It was a close first half, and then they just couldn't hang on. That yeah, once that once that punk got, punk got punt got blocked, the fucking floodgates just opened. Green Bay having a special teams gap? No way. Hey, Versace was supposed to supposed to fix that. <laughs> what were you saying, CJ? I don't know why. I don't know why they're not running the ball. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Aaron Rodgers' ego, and I like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. but it's completely his ego. You don't have the strongest receivers, right? But I mean. I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, you've got the all-world Aaron Rodgers, so that makes sense on why you're throwing the ball instead of running it. Yeah, it's interesting to hear him talk about it, too, because he says, like, we should be giving the ball more to 33, but he's got the opportunity to check into runs, doesn't he? <laughs> you would assume, you know, like, like I remember, I remember hearing stories like 85 Bears, okay? Dickie would call into play, and Jim McMahon would just be like, fuck that. Why would, Why are we running the ball? You know, everybody knows it's going to Walter Payton, the greatest, you know, at that point in time, the greatest running back of all time. Why Why are we doing this? You know, like, everybody knows it's going there. So he would, you know, change the play in the huddle and throw for a 40-yard touchdown pass. You know, like, that's what he was doing. I don't understand why, you know, a future Hall of Famer, a four-time MVP, doesn't do that. I mean, does Hammer, Cop, LaFleur have that much, you know, that much on him or what, you know? I mean, he might. He very well might. We don't know what Hammer, Cop, LaFleur has going on. Uh, Mike LaFleur, leading candidate to be the coach, in my mind, at the moment, for uh, either Carolina or Arizona when they fire Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, for little brother before maybe we'll see. I mean, if the Jets keep doing what they're doing offensively, his name is going to get popular. All right, Dino Island with the Patriots on the road. They were three point 
dogs at Cleveland, and they thumped Cleveland 38-15. Anybody see it? Catch? I didn't catch anything from this game. but Not a second. Just saw the nope. score. Dominant pitch. The rocket scientist might have found his calling as an offensive coordinator. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> I I would easier believe Bailey Zappi is the next Tom Brady before I believe that. Okay. Minnesota three-point uh, road favorites. Uh, they took care of business in Miami 24-16. Uh, all I saw of this was the, how hot the sideline was for the Vikings. It was like 120 degrees compared to 90 on the Miami side. So they overcame that. Minnesota's five and one. And they're playing pretty good, pretty good football. No, no, they're not. No, that's they're no, they're not. Even Skylar Thompson was moving the ball all over them until he got hurt. Just couldn't score. They had a stretch of. Where they got down, like Miami got down to the Minnesota 20 in the first half and had like six straight penalties that got them to like third and 30. And it never, it was an uneasy dominant win, if that makes any sense. It's fucking, I don't know, man. I was still scared the whole time. I had money on that game. I was scared the whole fucking time. Like they were up by 10 with like two minutes left and I'm still going, I hope they cover. That's, yeah. Well, we were all on that's that's the word. Anybody else want to go on the Minnesota Miami game? Talk about either team. Miami's lost three in a row now. Is that right? Yeah, Started they reminded me. They reminded fucking Giants five and one, but just. I ha- I weirdly have more confidence in the Giants, which we'll get to here in a second. Well, speaking of the Giants, they they beat the Ravens twenty four twenty. We were all in the Giants, so we all looked smart there. A couple of us had them as a lock. But, um, yeah, big win for the Giants. And, and Baltimore had a chance there. They had two bad turnovers inside of the last two and a half minutes. Cost them that game. They don't make those mistakes. They win the game pretty easily. That's New York's formula. Is They're not – Daniel Jones went like 30 straight games with a turnover. Hasn't had one in a few games now, and they're winning because of it. They're just hanging around until you make a mistake, and then they capitalize. It's not particularly exciting football, but it's smart, and it works, and Dable's a really good fucking coach. And I don't have all the confidence in the world in them, but I, I like what they're doing. They're, they're, he is – Brian Dable is Paul Heyman ECW booking the shit of the New York Giants right now. Okay, fair enough. I think there's 26 other teams or 27 other teams in the league that would be happy to be 5-1 and one right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, my take on the Giants is it's like I never thought. I, I wonder how good they are. Though. They go hard to healthy, right? That was the take on it. Like last year he was out like the whole season. So, you know, they couldn't do anything because they had no offensive pieces. Their defense was never that bad. You know, their defense was always okay. And then two years ago, they made a little run, you know, in the middle of the season during the COVID year. And it was like, okay, well, maybe, you know, that was, I think that was the game, you know, that was the year where Daniel Jones looked like he got sniped from like the, you know, rafters, wherever the fuck he was playing and fell down and, you know, whatever. But, you know, it never looked that bad to me. They were always, to me, they're always like a 500 team. It's like if Saquon Barkley stays healthy, 
that's the that's the piece that puts them over the edge. It's like you play ground and pound football, you know, with them. So, Billy, what were you saying? I just I struggle. I think Saquon has just done so much for them, and I don't think that he can keep it up for an 18-game season. And it's not so much that I think that the Giants are bad as I'm about to take that fucking Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl ticket and start a fucking bonfire with it because they (laughs) cannot fucking close a game to save their lives. Nope. Like the thing that, that, that used to be the Baltimore Ravens was the defense, right? That's what always, you know, you had Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, you know, Melody Naha for years. And, you know, before then it was Saragusa when they won that first Super Bowl, but it was always the defense. They've always had a solid defense. And this year it's like, you know, everybody's coming back on them. It's like they can't stop the bleeding, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's... Yeah. It'll be interesting to see six weeks from now, when when we're two-thirds of the way through the season, where Baltimore and the Giants sit at over the next six weeks. A 5-1 and a 3-3 and three team, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they had the same record, um, if they were both 6-5 and five or 7-4. Or and four. Through the first half of the Miami game, everyone was yelling, Pay Lamar his money. Mm-hmm. Since then, he has done nothing but lose them games. There's two weeks in a row. It is squarely on his shoulders. He's he start every last week's price ain't this week's price, and that's not a good thing right now. Oh, agreed. The next game, a quarterback who's not losing to team games, who's who's hanging him in there, and uh, my boy Marcus Mariota and the Fighting Artie Smiths of Atlanta. Billy alluded to it. That they they were home pups and they beat the hell out of the 49ers. Atlanta 28-14 victory. Uh, Dino, you were the only one of the 49ers. The rest of us have been riding that Atlanta train. You know, Payne, CJ, take those dirty birds, but he's got to believe in those dirty birds now. That game single-handedly shows you how important defensive line play is. San Fran's D-line. Their entire D-line is out, and they got pumped. Yeah, well, who was uh, – I know Cordell Patterson's out. Everyone thought Atlanta was going to suffer from that. They're a Super Bowl caliber team. Atlanta's a Super Bowl caliber team or San Francisco? You're breaking up, Billy. No, San Fran is. All right, I think we might have lost him for a second there. CJ, go ahead. What you were saying, sorry. Uh, I don't even remember what I was saying. Marcus Mariota's not that bad. I never thought he was that bad. Uh, he got, when he played with Tennessee, you know, he got blamed for a lot of shit. And that kind of ran him out of town. Yeah, young but, quarterback, Artie Smith always has believed in him. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, they got Ryan Tannehill to save the, save the day. Going to be a backup for a guy like Mariota, for Geno Smith, these young quarterbacks who, like, probably needed more time. They might have needed better teams. 
They started day one. They were thrust into situations with bad football teams where they're being expected to turn the franchise around. Neither of them were able to do that, but they go, they'd be a backup for a few years, and both are excelling this year, which makes you wonder how many other quarterbacks out there that have been labeled as busts had they had four years might have turned out to be pretty damn good football players. It happens all the time. Like, it happens all the time. It's like you're looking at, you're looking at, okay, everybody was big on Sam Darnold, right? Well, look where he's at, you know? He went from one shit team to another shit team. Yeah. So it's like, like maybe he gets thrown into another team and he ends up playing pretty good. Maybe. You know? But it's like you're looking at you're looking at Justin Fields right now. How much longer is, are the Bears going to wait on him while they're while he's getting his fucking ass kicked? You know, throwing that, ninety passing yards a game. Like, you know what? So that kid, the talent is there. That watching that game against the the Commanders, he is one of the most talented football players. In the league, however, I just don't. He's not put it all together yet. But the talent is definitely there with Justin Fields. I can see why why the the hype is there. He can make. He can throw the ball. He's not there with decision making. But the talent, there's not many guys out there with more talent than Justin Fields. And I could be. I mean, that's just a small microdose that I've got of it. But that kid, he impressed the hell out of me. But we'll see. I mean, Josh Allen was getting rid off after his second season, and now he's like top three quarterback in the league. So we'll find out what happens. Uh, saying in the AFC or the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers were ten and a half point dogs. They went to LA, took on the Rams, and this game was tied at halftime. I think ten to ten, and then the Rams pulled away in the second half, winning twenty four to ten and covering. Uh, CJ and Dino, you guys were on the Rams. I know, I know you're, you're usually a resident Rams expert. Uh, did you catch this game or have anything that you wanted to comment on? I did have it on in the background while watching the Kansas City-Buffalo game. Uh, the Rams offense still doesn't look good. Uh, their defense still doesn't look very good. Uh, Jacob Eason came in and threatened to score until he threw an interception. Like The Rams are just not very good. That division is not great as a whole. Um, but it's a win. They covered. That's all you can ask for. It's supposed to be a get right game. Who knows how right they got, but they covered a 10, a, a double digit spread. Fuck it. Uh, Carolina just fucking sucks. <laughs> so what happened to PJ? I didn't actually see it. I think it was, just a, he got hit. It was a concussion. I think it's a concussion protocol. Oh, okay. Um, Jacob Eason came in and did Jacob Eason things and, He'll probably be starting again this week with one less receiver. So, but they couldn't throw it. Robbie Anderson was their, was uh, Carolina's deep threat. They couldn't throw the ball deep anyway. So, fuck it, get rid of him. Yeah. All right. Seattle gets a 19 to nine divisional win at home as home pups. Um, and Billy, you laid off them as home pups in this one. Uh, you stayed on that Arizona train. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. What Would you a, like to explain what yourself? A fucking. I'm ashamed. I'm I'm just ashamed of myself. I you know, I love me a home pup. And how how I mean I should have known. I should have known. Kyler was is just such a massive disappointment. To go with that whole team. 
is just a massive, massive disappointment. And it's been just a colossal failure. The Arizona Cardinals have just been a massive failure. That's just, it is what it is. It sucks, but whatever. I'm not a Cardinals fan. All right, Gino and the boys getting it done. They're tied for first in that division. Through six weeks, who the hell had the Seahawks tied for first in that division? Nope. Not me. Nope. nope. No I thought they'd be fucking winless. Oh, yeah. I think we all thought they'd be 0-6, maybe 1-5. But it's impressive what uh, what that team is doing. Uh, Kansas City and Buffalo, game of the week. Uh, Buffalo covers. They were two-and-a-half-point road favorites. They win 24-20. Come down to the coming down to the end. And uh, Billy, you were the only one on Buffalo. The rest of us were on KC. I thought KC was going to win that game, um, and, and they had a chance, but they they failed to do so. You know, I did. I say the under was the play last week because I was Unless. thinking about it. In KC, literally went defense all draft except for the running back. And Buffalo spent their whole offseason trying to beat Kansas City. So you had to figure it was going to be relatively low scoring. But nonetheless, it was a real good football game. I very easily took the over and was very wrong. Yeah, I didn't touch the over-under on that, but a hell of a game. Should be the AFC uh, championship game rematch, Um, but we'll see. Anything can happen in the NFL. Maybe the Jets sneak in there. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Um, Philadelphia and Dallas. In the battle for the NFC East. Philly gets the win 26-17 at home. Uh, Cooper Rush, as kind of predicted, finally comes back to earth. And uh, it's Dak time in Dallas. Yeah, that's what needed to happen, really. So, was I'm shocked there wasn't a backdoor cover in this, actually. I, there should have been, but it is what it is. Good win for Philly. They're 6-0. and Yeah, that late pick. It felt like backdoor cover, but he threw that. that there was that pick. Mm-hmm. Um, not much time left. With four minutes left, I think he threw a big pick. Um, we go to Monday night. This was a game I definitely hammered the under on. I had the under and the Chargers money line, so I was thankful I had that as a parlay, which I did not remember putting in, but I put that in at one point. I was happy to see that $20 cash out uh, or, or hit my account um, nonetheless. But Denver covers, 16-19 to 19 game. Uh, it was ugly. It was a bad – it's just bad. Tom Brady said a couple weeks ago it was a lot of bad football. Last night was just bad football. Get the Broncos out of prime time. I got three more primetime games I read. Get them out of the National Football League. Send them straight to the fucking Canadian Football League. Fuck them. They're d- they just. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, you can see it at this point, and and all these stuff coming out. The Broncos fucking hate Russell Wilson. It's. Did you see the video of him in the tunnel, like trying to dap his players up as they came back, and they were just like, "Get the fuck out of my way, dude." Yeah. Oh no, I miss that. It's hilarious. They just walk right by him. <laughs> He's like having to grab their hands to dap him up. It's like, 
they clearly don't like him. <laughs> which is pretty impressive six weeks in. Ouch. <laughs> oh, he's a card. What happened to Russell? Like, five years ago, he was arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And, like, slowly, over the last five years, it's like the deterioration of the respect in the league of Russell Wilson is just slowly deteriorated to where we're at right now. And it is like he's a he's a character of himself. He's It's comedy relief. Well, what, did, what did he get with Sierra? You know, that's a good point. That could have been five years ago. Could be within the last five. Got, I can't look it up on my phone. You're on my phone, Siege. So. Yeah, well, I can't. I can't look it up on my phone either. So. <laughs> I got this. Yeah, <laughs> right. You gotta rely on Lloyd and Harry over there to figure that shit out for us. I I, tr- I trust them. Billy's gonna be all over it. <laughs> as long as he's not doing math, we're all right. It kind of is math related. He's, he's trying to go back in time to find a date on when, when two people. What is he, Doc Brown? 2015 is when they first met. 2015 is when they first yeah. met. Yeah. There you go. We've solved it. <laughs> got Doc Brown and Marty McFly over there going back in the, back to the future of the DeLorean. Hey. You heard it here first. What is happening? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. That was wild. Either I just got hacked or something happened. Well, we'll find out. Someone's listening in. Russ, team three is uh, <laughs> is all over this shit right now. They're like, well, the Sierra thing. Yeah. Uh, the FBI, I had nothing to do with those two little girls. None of the last Dino gets his 10-4 and four win on the week. We'll go to week seven. In the NFL, another 14-game slate ahead of us. Buffalo, the Rams, the Vikings, and Eagles all on the bye week. Three of the best teams in football, if you look at it from a record standpoint, the defending Super Bowl champions all on a bye week this week. So we might get a lot of bad football this week, boys. Might. (laughs) It's going to be a horrible week, and I'm kind of here. Dino, we've got the first game, Thursday Night Football. The Saints are one-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road at Arizona. Do you want to defer or pick first on this one? I will defer on this one because I don't fucking know. I am with you. I wish I could defer. Um, I actually think the Saints – I trust the Saints a little bit more than Arizona right now, but – I'm only taking Arizona because they're at home and it's only a one and a half point spread. So I'm going to take Arizona. These two teams are just real similar to me in that you don't know what you have week to week. Like the Saints are supposed to be a real defensive dominated team and their defense has struggled at times this year. And this this Arizona is supposed to be a lights out offense and that has struggled tremendously this year. And I said it a few weeks ago, I think both these teams are trying to start, find their identity still and I still think that's the case, six weeks deep. So I'll take Arizona just because they're at home. Billy? Well, the NFL is giving us a fucking lovely dirty diaper again on Thursday night. 
I don't care about this game. Probably won't watch it. Um, Arizona's dead to me for what they did Sunday. I don't want to pick the Saints because I don't think they're good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't even know who what. I'll take the Saints, I guess, because I'm fucking done with Arizona. You know, in July, August, probably July, is when the, when Amazon picks these games. This game looked real intriguing, I bet. Arizona, the sexy offense, DeAndre Hopkins coming back. New Orleans, new coach. This is just, and it's two it's weeks cool. in a row. Two weeks <laughs> in a row, just. Oh, isn't it three weeks in a row? Really, yeah, just Denver fucking snooze fest. Oh, yeah. All right, CJ, here you go. Saints road dogs at Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking the Cardinals at all. I don't think I'm ever going to pick the Cardinals again. But since they're playing the Saints, we all know I'm not picking the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, no, I picked all the home teams last week, and I went 500. So yeah. This week, I've thought about taking all the away teams, but then I looked at it, and I was like, you know, I wanted to take the Jets against the Packers, but I did because I decided I was going to go all home teams, so that's what I did. You had your best week going yeah. 500. No, there was, there was a week, two weeks ago, when Billy won, maybe three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks. me and Billy, and I had a winning week. But... Yeah, um, you can run the ball on Arizona, and the Saints, like I said, ran for like almost 200 yards last week and the week before, and they ran the ball real well against Minnesota uh, when they were in London. Uh, they're going to run all over Arizona, and they're going to win this game. Whether I'm fucking crab legs plays with a broken back or the Red Rocket shows up, and Fuck this house. Can't throw over the dam anymore. But either way, yeah, we're going with Saints. Dude, alarm, Dalton. And uh, is this is a question for you? Did the Saints not utilize Taysom Tebow after his performance the week prior to to rest him for the Thursday night game? No, he played this last week. He had a forty yard run, I think, thirty yards okay. in the last game. Okay. So I mean, he was. Uh, starting a quarterback, you know, but he plays some plays like oh. he always does. Gotcha. You know, and then the thing that blows my mind, hell, he threw a pass. And I was scared for my life when he threw it. Because I was like, oh shit, they're going to intercept it. It's going to be game over. But it fell to the ground. No one caught it, obviously. That's why he's a fucking, that's why he's a tight end playing quarterback. Fair enough. And Dino comes back to you after your deferral. Arizona. And After much contemplation, I don't give a shit. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins coming back is probably going to be the best player on the field. I'll take Arizona for that reason alone uh, to get bent over the couch. All right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Coming off their bye week, the Detroit Lions are getting seven points on the road at Dallas. Billy. 
Where are you thinking about this one? Oh, let me lead this puppy off, eh? Wow. And this is tough because I haven't put any thought into this week. Um, There's part of me that thinks, man, coming off the bye, getting shut out and embarrassed that there is no way they don't cover a touchdown. I think Dallas could struggle a little bit with that coming back because I think they're going to want to throw the ball 50 times. Problem is, Lions secondary is probably the worst in the league. So that's cool. I struggle. My heart says the Lions. My brain says the Cowboys. The gambler in me sees this as a push. I'm going to take the Lions just to take the points. And I already regret it. by George Strait, if anybody knows anything about country music, you know. And it's not the one where he's singing about oceanfront property in Arizona. You know, it's it's the one where he goes, uh, we're going to the Big D, and we don't mean Dallas. So, uh, of course, there he wasn't talking about going to Detroit. He was talking about divorce. That was another real fucking issue that... (laughs) You know, happens or should happen at some point in time. But, you know, beat your lady with a stick, it works out either way. So, anyways, I'm going with the Lions just because. <laughs> Hell. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sold on Dallas. I don't think uh, Dak is going to be 100%. And uh, I don't know. You want to think that the Lions made some kind of improvement during the, the bye week. But they can run the ball, man. And, you know, Philly ran the ball on them the other night. And when you got a pass rush like that, you know, you should be able to run the ball against it. That's the easiest thing to do, you know. So, in line set of points. I know. Philly did something that Dan Campbell is not smart enough to do. He let Micah Parsons run free and then just went where Micah Parsons wasn't. Um... Dallas is going to kick the ever-loving shit out of Detroit. But for me to have any hope at all that this season is going to be anywhere near worth watching, they need to at least cover this spread. And more games, there's been more close games within a score this year than any other year. And I don't know what the stat is, but a lot of close games this year. So you take the points when they give you the points. So I'm taking the points. Give me that. I thought for sure you were taking Dallas. I will do it. No. I'm I will do it. I will sacrifice. I will take the sacrifice for the pod. You're going to Dallas? To get this season back on the rails, boys. I will fucking take the Cowboys. All right. I was gonna leave it DC and they're gonna they're gonna prove me wrong. Give me the Cowboys. All right. I'm doing it. I was about to change my my myself for the sacrifice and Billy, the honorable of you to step up and take the sacrifice. Uh, you guys hit everything on the head. I just think Detroit coming up a bye week, getting healthy, um, 
you know, it, it should be a close game, but it would not shock me if Dak came back and lit the rats up. And, and, and I have a fantasy football debate right now on who to drop. Because somehow Michael Gallup is sitting out there on the on the free agency wire. I have no idea which wide receiver I should drop to scoop him up because I think he's going to have a big game against Detroit with that coming back. Yeah, that's he's almost five catches, 80 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm debating right now currently, since Brandon Ayuk had his career game, about dropping Brandon Ayuk for him. But, you know, he's good every once in a while. And I've got Romeo Dobbs, who could go off for Green Bay at any point in time. Those two guys I'm leaning. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. That'll be an off-air question for you, Billy, to debate out. Um, but we'll go to Start CJ. Thinking. Indianapolis, two-and-a-half-point underdogs as they're going to Tennessee to play on the Titans in a division rivalry game here. Titans coming off a bye week. And their home favorites. Where are you leaning here, Siege? I don't know the last time the Colts have beat the Titans. I don't think it's been in the last two years. I can't remember. But uh, I'm going. I'm going Tennessee. I, I still don't believe any. I still don't believe the hype of you know, anything with the Colts. I still think. Frank Reich is probably going to get fired at the end of the year because they're not going to make the playoffs. Matt Ryan is still old as fuck. And um, they have no running backs. So, yeah. All right. And I know. I'm like 90% sure Tennessee is going to kick the shit out of Indianapolis. However, there's something that's nagging at me that Tennessee was starting to get rolling before they went into their bye. I feel like it probably stopped their momentum, and they're going to have to regain it a little bit. So, an up-down theory, because last week I I had a a down week. This past week I had an up week. So, I'm just going to go down this week and take the worst picks of all time and take Indianapolis here. Uh... I'm going to take Tennessee. Um, it's a two-and-a-half-point game. They're at home. I think they're the better team all around than Indianapolis. Indianapolis, though, getting a couple couple wins this year um, in dramatic fashion. And their team, I think, is going to get better as the season goes on. But right now, it feels like it's Tennessee's. Tennessee should, should handle this game. Billy? Yeah, this one's tricky. Uh, Indy putting a couple wins together. Um, I, you know, makes me think that they could have something figured out, but Tennessee coming off a bye, it only being two and a half. I think Tennessee probably wins this game by three. Maybe they win it by a touchdown. I don't know. I just don't see Indy going into Tennessee and winning. So I'm going to take Tennessee. All right. And Dino. Interesting game here with the spread. The New York Giants at 5-1 and one going down to Duval. Take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are favored by three. So it's the Giants plus three at Jacksonville. Yeah, so this is where I'm walking right into Vegas's trap because they're telling you to take they're, – they're, they're begging you to take the Giants. Um. 
because five and one team rolling, beat you know upsetting people left and right. Jacksonville's kind of down in their luck. This should be the Lions should be favoring the Giants. So I'm just going to be stupid and take the Giants because prove to me, go until you prove to me you're not. So I got to take them until they fuck me. So here's your chance. I'm walking into the same trap with you. I mean, the Ghostbusters have their little thing out there and just just pull me right in, guys. And uh, I'll be on the Giants as well. They're just they're just finding ways to hang on in football games. And this is only three points. So I'll take it. I'll take the three points. But you got to wonder with the Giants, the only thing that does make me a little nervous here is they went to London. They came back. They just had a dogfight in Baltimore. So they beat Green Bay. They beat Baltimore. Now they're going down to Jacksonville where it's going to be hotter than they're used to. They've had a lot of travel. And it does worry me a little bit, but I'm still going to take the Giants. Billy? I just, I don't, it doesn't make sense why the Giants aren't favored. And I can't, I'm sure I've said time and time again, if it doesn't make sense, I go the other way. Um, I could, I don't think the Giants are ready for the Florida heat. The travel worries me, like you said. Um, I do think they're a fun story. I think it'd be cool if they kept winning. You know, how about uh, how about old Kayvon Thibodeau making a game-winning play? Yeah, love to see it. Love to see those kinds of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the Jags. Taking the Jags and CJ. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like you just don't know, right? Yeah. I don't really know what Jacksonville is because at times. They're like, okay, they're they're a halfway decent team. And then at times you're like, whoa, they're fucking shit, right? Like, you know, Sunshine looks like he's a, you know, fucking second-year quarterback, you know? Well, then there's other times where he looks like he's a Hall of Famer, and you're like, all right, I don't know. And the Giants, you know, they're riding this wave, but there's something about them, you know? The way I look at it is, it's three points. I'll take the Giants. Worst-case scenario, it's a wash. Well, worst case scenario, Jacksonville blows the doors off of them. Well, yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. So, fair enough. I think it's a All right. Cleveland on the road, six and a half points. They're getting their dogs. They're going to Baltimore. I'm going to I'm gonna take Cleveland here. I don't think they're as bad as losing 38 to 15 to the Patriots. I've taken Cleveland a lot this year, and I feel like it's burning me a few times, but... This game's more on Baltimore. It's a divisional game. Division games, I, I, I don't like going more than three, four points on. Um, so I'll usually take the points. It just feels like it should stay close. I don't. I could be wrong here. This would be Baltimore's coming out party, but Baltimore's yet to prove to me that they can blow somebody out. So give me the Browns, Billy. No, this is it. This is this is the last week. If the, they had no problem blowing teams out last year. They have blown three games, blown with the B, blown with the B. If they don't win Sunday by a billion with the B, then fuck them. 
Give me the Ravens by a fucking billion. <laughs> uh, CJ. Uh, this is another one of those games where it's like you don't know. Because Baltimore jumps up on teams, right? And then every, you know, every, I, I, I want to believe they're a good team. I do. And I, I think, you know, Cleveland's like a 500 team anyways. I never thought they were, you know, when Deshaun Watson got traded, I was like, it's just, it's like it's Houston except with snow, you know? Like, that was my whole thought process with that. I don't know, fuck it, give me Baltimore. I know. Um, yeah, in the divisional game, I... I want to say curse of Bradley Elf because they haven't. I don't think they've covered a spread since they put that damn thing on the field. But at some point, you got to think. Uh, I mean, that's too much. Yeah, fuck. All right, congratulations on your island, Dave. I'll take Baltimore. Well, I'll be happy on that island. I didn't like taking four road dogs in a row, so I'm taking Baltimore. And I have a chance to take a fifth one. The Atlanta Falcons are getting six and a half points on the road at Cincinnati. Billy, you're leading this one off. You know, my pick for this game is everybody uh, sit down and grab your beverage of choice or, you know, smoke a doobie of choice. And just both teams have fun. The fighting dirty birds against Joseph. Randall Burrow. Everybody just have fun. I don't even want to make a pick. I don't even want to make a pick in this game. How do you make a pick? I, may, I got a pick. How? How, how, how are you going to pick a side in this game? The Dirty Birds? Gonna... Burrow? Yeah. You can't You can't make a pick in that. I can. Oh. Well, you ride the team that I've you're, ridden you're, for the last six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Be like it's, that, though. You don't have that connection to, to you don't have that Joseph Randall Burrow, you know, JRB. I don't. Well, you know what? Give me the fucking bangles then, bud. All right. CJ. Yeah, I don't I don't want to pick this game. Or this team, I should say. But it makes sense to pick this team, considering I don't think they've not covered a spread this season so far. Uh, I'm still not sure what Cincinnati is. I think this game is going to be a shootout. So I guess we're going with the Dirty Birds. Wow. I know, right? I know. Yeah, I couldn't pick Cleveland last game because I had already, I've already, I uh, the second I saw Atlanta getting six and a half, I bet them. Give me, give me Atlanta. Billy, you're gonna get on that Bengal Island, and I know you're gonna welcome it. Uh, I've been riding Atlanta all year, and I just, just, I'm not gonna stop now. It's working, six and zero, oh, riding the Falcons. So why not? They're getting six and a half points. That's a lot of points in the NFL. I'll take them. Granted, Cincinnati might have figured shit out coming back on the Saints there, but 
Six and a half points, a lot of points. Give me the bank. Uh, maybe the Falcons. We got a home pup situation here, CJ. The Green Bay Packers are on the road. They're laying five and a half points while being a road team, and they're going to the nation's capital, taking on the Washington Commanders. Five and a half home pup. What you doing here? How was the spread on that? Five and a half, the devil's number. Oh, it's the devil's number. <laughs> yeah, in betting it is. In NFL betting, five and a half is the the devil's number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I got you. It's not like, you know, Iron Maiden said 666. That's the number of the beast. Right, right, right. Um, well, Taylor Heineke is playing for uh, the Commandos. So is that, that official? Yeah, it's official. You know, uh, Carl Wentz broke his fingers, so. He's out. Um, but yes, it's five and a half. And you, you know, I'm going. I'm going with the Packers. Fuck it, I don't care. I like dancing with the devil. It's done all right for me. I know. Fading the Packers has been really, really good for me this year. I'll continue to do so. I don't care who's on the other side of the field. The Packers can't fucking score points. So when you give me more than more than two and a half, I gotta take the other team. Give me Washington, uh, and uh, put my nuts in a vice grip, please. I felt pretty comfortable taking Green Bay, thinking Carl Wentz was playing. Carl Wentz is good for a couple turnovers. He's good to hang on the football a little too long. That Washington offensive line's terrible. Defense, you know, Green Bay's got a decent pass rush. Like, Green Bay, just their play call, like, I just don't know what I'm watching when I watch Green Bay. And it feels like after losing two in a row and getting embarrassed at home, Green Bay should be coming out with a throttle to be, in my opinion, possibly the worst team in the NFL and, and the Washington Commanders. Um, but with Heineke playing, Washington suddenly intrigues me as a home pup. They might be, they might be there, but... I guess I'm going to go with my initial instinct and take the Packers. I'm not going to overthink it uh, yet. We'll see come the end of the week. Billy? If Heineke is in, I th- I'm about to say something very outlandish. If Taylor Heineke plays, I think Washington wins this bitch outright. I see a big day out of that receiving core because they finally got somebody that's not fucking playing duck hunter when he's throwing the fucking football. They finally got a quarterback that they like, not some fucking Bible thumping douchebag that they despise. Um, <laughs> you, you know, the, the head coach says it all. He said quarterback, you know, I know it wasn't about him, but Hey, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna take Washington here. If Carl Wentz is out four weeks, yeah, I think they put him on the IR, didn't yeah. they? Wow, four to six weeks, yeah. Broken ring finger. Heineke, oh wow! All right, hey, this quote, game got quote, real interesting. The great Herb Brooks, the finger's a hell of a long way from the heart. <laughs> In Riverboat Ron, watch a casino, right? <laughs> And there's 
player tapper on his thigh. He's cheating like that. He's cheating like that. And he calls for this guy to take him back in the back. They take the guy in the back and they put his hand out. They hit him with a fucking hammer and they break all the shit, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, called in some, some goons and they decided to scare <laughs> Carl. You're not done to your man. You like the Kubota tractor. Fuck you. Breaking your fingers and we're bringing in hiding because Daniel Snyder's a douchebag and likes you for some reason. So, you know, quarterback controversy is over with. He couldn't just sit him down. He had to make sure he had an injury. Something where he couldn't, you know, grip the football. I like so it. It's, it's like the JFK, you know, grassy knoll conspiracy. It's all about that. I like it. Dino got a tough one for you here. Back to another home pup. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ten and a half point road favorites at Carolina. Just not just not taking Carolina. They're the worst team in football. Jacob Eason starting. Uh Carolina this is probably the week Carolina fucking covers, but I can't fucking do it. Tom Brady looks like his skin is melting off. What the fuck happened to him? He's old. Give me Tampa Bay and the fucking Crypt Keeper. I mean, divisional game, that half points is a lot of points. Just like I said, when Tampa Bay played Atlanta, um, I, I'll, I'll jump in that Carolina boat again. Interim coach game. They got the diva wide receiver out of the locker room. I mean, I got Sam Darnold's activated off IR. That might that might mean something. Jacob Eason playing just means Christian McCaffrey's gonna get more touches. He's gonna play until Tampa Bay kills him. Give me the give me the Panthers at home, getting ten and a half. Billy. Yeah, I I'm sorry, I missed it. Ten you said ten and a half is the total for the over under. So what's what's Carolina getting? <laughs> Carolina's getting ten and a half. Oh, there. That's not the total. Oh fuck. Well, I guess I'll take Carolina in the points then. And CJ. Yeah, I hate both of these teams. So, uh, I don't have any faith in Tampa Bay. Uh, the reason Tom. Fucking skin is melting off is because he's going through a divorce with Giselle and all the makeup that she used to put on his ass because, you know, she was a supermodel uh, is going with her. So, you know, he's looking his age. Sorry, fucker. And uh, Carolina's shitty. Like, they're just shitty. Like, McCaffrey will probably get broken half by halftime. They'll have no offense, you know. Their defense is, I don't even know. Every time I hear trade rumors, somebody get traded from Carolina to this team, they're like, you can just go to Carolina and get them. They're going to have a fire sale. And you're like, oh, okay. It's like I heard Christian McCaffrey was going to get traded to, uh, who the fuck was it? Buffalo, the 49ers. Yeah. A lot of teams. And then, uh, yeah, no, I had heard Buffalo, I think, this morning. Somebody was talking about that. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, going fucking Tampa Bay. Alrighty. Two teams coming off a bye. 
4 o'clock game, Houston. Getting seven points on the road at Las Vegas. I don't know why, because common sense here and in strategy, usually I'd be on the Texans of this game, but for some reason, I'm going to take Vegas. I don't know why I picked Vegas for this game, to be honest with you, because the screams take Houston, but I'm thinking Vegas. Both teams coming off a bye. Vegas got a better offense. Whatever. Billy? Yeah. This game stinks. This is fucking... <laughs> Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Is this, is this the who gives a shit game? I, 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 I think that was Thursday night. Okay. Um, this is a close second. I mean, <laughs> New England play on Monday. The Sunday night and Monday night games aren't much better. Yeah, this week the pr- sucks. The primetime games this week are three of the worst games of the week. Oh no, I hate hearing that. Um. It's not Denver, right? We don't got to fucking no. sit through that cruel and unusual punishment. No. They should play fucking Denver football games for people in solitary confinement. <laughs> Denver versus right. Chicago, just on repeat. Yep, just on just on a loop. Um, fuck, I don't even know who who were we talking about here. They've got his fucking eyes propped open, you know, like where he can't blink. He's just watching all this crazy shit to desensitize him. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that'll, that's that'll make you eight foot. It's, oh. it's Houston plus seven <laughs> at, at Vegas. Oh, it's, it's what? Houston plus seven at Vegas. I was about to take the Jets. Uh, I'll take. Nice uh, <laughs> I got talking about Denver. Um, fuck, I'll take. I'll take the Raiders, the home team, I guess. DJ. Is this is this the start of the four o'clock games? Yes, it is. So so we can enter Mr. Four O'clock. Yeah, Mr. Four O'clock. We've got Houston plus seven at Vegas. Both both teams coming off a bye. Mr. Four O'clock's coming straight from the Urban Meyer Chop House with Big Bet on the Las Vegas Raiders. 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 All right, Dino. I mean, I was with you, Dave. I was taking Vegas, and I don't know why, but the fact that everybody else is on Vegas, and I didn't know I was taking them, I'm going to uh, take Houston. I'm switch my pick and take Houston. Okay, and, I like it. It's a good sacrifice. I, can, can I throw Raiders. this one thing in there? Can I throw yeah. this one thing in there? If you're going to bet on this game, I got a number for you to call. <laughs> no chance in hell I'm betting on this game. No right. chance. I, I, I feel responsible having to say that as a gambling podcast. If you're going to bet on this game, I got a number for you. You're going to need to text that to me because I already bet on this game. Oh. Terrible. Every pick I do on you're, this podcast, I you're bet. Su- you're supposed to be the voice of reason. I bet every game in the NFL. I'm, I'm a psychopath. All right, Billy. You were alluding to it. Denver is at home this week. They're a great football team they have out in the Mile High City. They are home favorites. As the Jets are coming to town as underdogs, getting two and a half points. Yeah, I'm just going to take the Jets. I, I alluded to it earlier. Give me the Jets. DJ. 
Yeah, there's no way I'm taking Dino's dick in this game. Uh, we're going, we're going with the Jets. Dino. J E T S Jets 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 Hawk. Yep, we're all gonna be on the Jets. Uh, the only, I will make this reference. Uh, they talk about the conspiracy theories in the haunted Denver airport. And the Jets are going to come into Denver here. Could this be what curses the Jets season? Playing the shitty conspiracy theory Denver fucking Broncos. Could this be the beginning of that? <laughs> New York Jets. <laughs> Let's just remember this. When we look six weeks of the future at week 12, where everybody's records are, if the Jets are five and six, this is the game. That turned it all around. Then curse the them. The but I'm going to take the Jets. Daniel Hackett curse. Yeah. Who the fuck six weeks ago would have thought the four of us are were all on the Jets plus one and a half against Denver at Denver? Yeah, fucking two crap. And plus two and a half. But hey, two and a half. Oh, it's, oh, I like that. That means yeah. the lines. Hey, hey, this is the best part. This is the best part. You want to talk about this for a second? You know why I'm comfortable getting two and a half? Because Nathaniel Hackett's going to fuck it up. He's going to go for two or some shit. So getting two and a half is just as good as getting three and a half, boys. That's what you like to hear. Right. All right, CJ. Staying out west, Mr. Four O'Clock. Seattle Seahawks getting six and a half points on the road at the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep, yep, yep. The only reason I took the Chargers last week because I picked all the home teams. I'm not doing that this week. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go Seattle Seahawks, the Fighting Geno Smiths, and the Kenneth Walker the Thirds, or whoever the fuck. You know, we're going Seattle, 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 Seattle. All right, Dino. So the keen sportsman I am. And Sharp Gambler, there's an advantage that Seattle has in this game that the Chargers do not. Seattle gets to call timeouts three times a half. <laughs> so I'm taking Seattle. We're all, that is big, if true. And... Um, I'm going to also be on Seattle here, which is scary that we're all on Seattle. We're all on the Jets. Um, I just think the Chargers play close games. Seattle plays close games. Six and a half points, a lot of points. Billy? Feel naughty. Oh, I'm feeling naughty. Oh. <laughs> well, you are your your oh, deep love for the Chargers. Oh, I am feeling naughty. There's I just might need to call. I'm just I'm I I know I know that the right side of this game is the Seattle Seahawks, but give me the island. And give me the charges by seven. You, you, you know, you loved the Chargers. 
And Anthony Lynn was a questionable decision maker. Yep. Yeah. They get Brandon Staley, your excitement for the Chargers comes back. Brandon Staley turns out to be a questionable decision maker. Oh, he's maker. worse. He's worse. He's, he is day and night worse. It's, it is <laughs> the fucking anal lyrics are so... Oh, that game Monday night between Nathaniel Hackett and I'm pretty sure I texted the group. The fucking analytic bowl. Yep. That was a rough one. Well, here's a game with two coaches who uh, are pretty good coaches. In fact, they met in the Super Bowl a few years ago, and we get a rematch from it here. The Kansas City Chiefs on the road as favorites, laying three points, and they're going to San Francisco to take on those 49ers. I believe this is Dino going first. Yes, it is. Dino, you're up. Yeah, if San Francisco was fully healthy, I might think about it. I don't know what Kansas City's record is coming off a loss, but I imagine it's probably pretty fucking good. Uh, Give me Kansas City, since it's only a three points. Yeah, both these teams coming off a loss. Um, Three points. Feels like a three-point game. I think Kansas City's the better team. I'll take KC. If this moves to three and a half, I might I might take the char- might take the 49ers as we get closer to game day. But right now, I'll take the Chiefs. Billy? This game screams Mother Earth itself on Kansas City, gambling-wise. And somehow, some way... Kansas City will find a way to dominate the game and win 28-7, to 28-27, 23-21, 24-22, something, 21-20. And everybody knows I love a home pup, so give me the Niners. All right, CJ. Yeah, fuck the 49ers. We're going, uh, we're going Casey. All right. And we go to the Sunday night football game. We've got the Pittsburgh Steelers at seven-point road dogs going down to Miami, taking on the Dolphins. Uh, Seven points is a lot of points. It's a primetime game. Tomlin just they, – they, they came up for Tampa – Miami's kind of in shambles. They've lost three in a row. Tua could be back, from what I've heard. But I, I just don't know what's going on in Miami. Um, seven points, a lot of points. So I'll take the Steelers. Billy? Yeah, I'm going big up down theory here after Pittsburgh with a massive upset. Just, just going to fucking nosedive. And it's one of those where uh, they score maybe six points and Miami scores 35. So I'm going to take the Dolphins. CJ. Yeah, this is like the concussion game of the year, right? It's like Pickett got just out with a concussion. I don't know if he's going to play. And, you know, two was flashing game signs all over the place. And- Fucking Teddy Bridgewater went out with a concussion, and whoever the fucking backup quarterback is for the Dolphins sure has a concussion. You know, it's it's just like who, who the fuck is even gonna play? I know Mitch Trubisky is gonna start, but you know, 
everybody said, you know, the Bears used to say, I got 99 problems, but a Mitch ain't one, right? So I'm, uh, I'm going to take the Steelers and the points because I don't know who the Bucks play at quarterback on the other side. I know. Hey, Billy, can I talk to you for a second? Just me and you. I like nobody else. Nobody else yeah. is listening. No, that's yeah, just me. Yeah. Well, seeing the Dolphins the last couple of weeks without Tua kind of built my respect up for Tua. A little tough, hasn't it been? A little, a little rough without Tua. Yeah, a little rough. A little rough. Okay, that's all. Anyway, so. Right, hey, welcome aboard, bud. Yeah. Um, yeah, no way Pittsburgh does it two weeks in a row. Uh, Tua has nothing to do with it. it he'll be back. It's probably going to be because Mike McDaniel is just such a good coach. Tyreek Hill, give me Miami. Yeah. All right, we go to Monday night, Billy. Here's here's a great game for you. The Chicago Bears are getting seven and a half points. They're traveling up to Foxborough to take on those New England Patriots. Yeah, you know I saw that, and my first thought went to. Fuck, my t- my tiebreaker is 44. It yeah. has been 44 every single podcast. Mm-hmm. Every every single podcast. I have not stayed away. I have not steered away. And now I'm left with a Monday night game. Between a fucking rocket scientist and a team that doesn't know what a forward pass is. I have no shot if it comes down to a tiebreaker. I haven't picked that good. I have I don't have any confidence in probably 80% of my picks. I don't even want to pick this game. This game should this this is Monday night football. Yeah. How the fuck do the Bears get another primetime game? Yeah. And the Lions. Who, who does just who, who puts the these games on TV? Who puts these fucking games on TV? Put that motherfucker in a spaceship and launch him in that person. Just be happy. Fun. Give me give me the what was it? Seven and I'm a half. Shook. I'm sorry. This is making for a bad podcast. Give me the points. Make it the Bears on the road. DJ. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not picking the Bears. I mean, you got Bailey Zappi, right? And the and the fucking rocket scientist. And then you got Justin Fields. And uh. Matt Eberflus is a defensive head coach. And then you got Bill Belichick, the puppet master, pulling the fucking strings. But yeah, I'm taking the I'm taking the Patriots. They won thirty eight to fifteen. And they shut out the Lions. I read a stat I heard a stat that New England has not let up a rushing touchdown yet this year. So maybe that'll change with Justin Fields quarterback, I don't know, but I mean, fuck, if you can't throw the ball, all you gotta do is run, so if you shut down the run, what do you got left? Like, it's like Billy's math, you know? 
28 is one and seven. All right, Daniel. Um, do I want to take the Bears or do I want to take Bill Belichick? God, that's a tough one, guys. Uh, fuck the Bears. Give me the Patriots. Uh, Bears going to have 11 days of rest here. Um, no bye week. Well, don't think that's going to change much and them figuring stuff out. But seven and a half points, a lot of points. New England coming off of two big blowout wins, so everything says they should blow out another team. But like I said earlier, the Bears were kind of impressive as far as like moving the ball. If they can figure out to just not turn it over in the red zone, this game stays close enough, stays within a touchdown. So I'll take the Bears. And Billy, are you going to change your tiebreaker points from 44? You can do like eight, like Dino did that. Uh, absolutely not. We've come this far. <laughs> Listen, I have resorted to the fact this this week sucks. I was just trying to look for locks. I have one. <laughs> I fucking one. I got, okay. I got four. I got four. So. We're at a point where if it comes down to, it's probably not going to come down to tiebreaker, but give me 44. Yeah. I, I got, I'll take 34 again. CJ, you got 52. Of course I do. Dino, what are you, what are you going with? It'll be 28 to 3, 31 points. Oh, wow. And going with the score there. I'll go with my lock since Billy has one. Uh, I've got mine in already. I'm going to go with the fucking Giants. The Browns, the Falcons, and the Seahawks. I. This will either be the best week of football or the worst week. I don't think it's going to be in between. Give me the Giants, the Falcons, the Commanders, bump, 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 and the Jets. Commanders and the Jets. All right. All right. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Washington football team, uh, uh, commanders, I'm sorry, but commanders, uh, the Baltimore Ravens, and they've been breaking my heart for 32 years. What's one more parlay? Give me the Detroit football lines. You changed your pick to Dallas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't do that. I guess. I mean, you can pick up. Why not? <laughs> All right, give me Dallas. <laughs> oh, see. What about you? Um, we're going who that? And we're going Titans. And we're going Giants. And we're going to go Dirty Birds. Damn. We're all, three of us on Atlanta. All of us are on that Jacksonville Giants game as a lock. So throw that one out the fucking window. 
Uh, I do like the Titans, though, Siege. That's a good one. I looked at that one. Good call. I didn't pick it. No, I already had mine in before I really put thought into that game. So, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you guys next week.